We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike. And she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu. Say hi, Grogu. <laughs> and we're on the road with Mickey. This is season two, episode 45 for November 8th, 2021. And our feature topic is a transition from last week. And it's our top three Disney dinners. And... I got to tell you, this was some hard picks for me because I love my food and we've been eating dinner at Disney for decades, literally decades. Yeah. And yep. so we are coming up with a list of our three dinners and and what we liked about them, why we liked them. So anyway. That is our feature topic, but first I have some updates from last week, and actually I have an update from a couple weeks ago as well. So I want to get this out of the way. A couple weeks ago we were talking about Brenda's French Susan and her love for Tigger, and didn't you say, Brenda, that Susan and Tigger share the same birthday? Yes. Okay. Well, what I totally forgot to do anywhere, either here or on in the Facebook group or whatever was share some of her pictures of of her collection of Tigger. So I want to do that right now. So I'm going to And it is so exciting. I love the pictures that she sent us. Yeah. I am going to share some pictures right now. So as you can see, you know, I think she needs a few more Tigger. <laughs> no, I think she's got it perfectly covered, actually. Yeah, you always know what to get Susan for her birthday and for Christmas and every other holiday. There Absolutely. you go. Yeah. 
All right. She's and a you guys, girl. You guys are seeing all this, right? Yeah, yeah. we're seeing okay. it. It's beautiful. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't. So that is a lot of tiggers. And that is an awesome collection, Susan. So yes. I am impressed. Thank you for sharing those photos with with Brenda and sending them over to us, Brenda. Thank you for taking the time to send them over to oh, us. Oh, sure. So just a lot of awesome stuff. So let me stop sharing. Back to regular pictures. And now, um, Sophie, I did check, yeah. and the Friars Nook is open regular hours for breakfast. It wasn't a let's open for Easter because yeah. we need more dining <laughs> yeah. options. Yeah. And then and then lastly, I want to let everyone know that we are five episodes away from celebrating our one hundredth episode of On the Road with Mickey. Yay. Sophie and I started this January 6, 2020. And we had 50 episodes last year in the first season, and we're almost to 50 this season. And we are going to have some fun stuff to share with you guys. Um, at least we think it's fun, and hopefully you will too. But uh, stay tuned. So this is episode, if you count the two, this is the 95th episode of On the Road with Mickey. All right. Thank you, everyone, oh for following us. We, have, we really appreciate it. Yes, oh my gosh, sure. I'm getting chills here. Yeah, right, you know? <sighs> okay. It's gracious. Okay. Anyway, continuing on. Cheddar from the Big Cheese, Brenda. Well, we shared a photo in the Facebook group the other day uh, that the Magic Kingdom on November 1st, the Christmas tree and the decorations went up. I mean, they went up quick. They sure so did. So the parks are ready for. Christmas time, holidays, and I can't wait to get there. And I saw that, you know, they're putting, obviously, they're doing decorations in all the parks. And so they're working over at um, over at Hollywood Studios and all the other ones. And I saw the yeah. coolest picture of Gertie with mm -hmm. his um, or her. I don't know if Gertie's a he or a she. But anyway, um, Gertie the Dinosaur at Hollywood Studios with the Santa hat on. Yes, and, and an ornament hanging from from their mouth, and I thought that was kind of cute. And then yep. also, Sophie, you'll appreciate yeah. this: the gingerbread house <gasps> at, at yes, Grand Floridian is is going up, and yes. Brenda is going to share photos with us, aren't you, I Brenda? I am because I have to go see it. I missed it so much last year. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Daddy! When are we planning our Christmas trip? I don't know if we having a Christmas trip, baby. <laughs> I know. You know. Anyway, maybe Soon. maybe we'll be able to get down there for a quick down and back. Who knows? We'll see. That would be mm -hmm. awesome. And then, ah. also back, Mickey Mouse is back for meet and greets, people. All right, Go Mickey. to the Magic Kingdom. Hey, Deb, I'm thinking of you. I know you love you some Mickey Mouse, and you are going to be probably in line to see him. I know that is a fact. That's and right. the Disney princesses at Princess Fairytale Hall are back as well for meet and greets. So I just love this because it's more stuff coming back 
things are coming back. That's right. All right. And news. All right. And then finally, coming to Disney Plus on November 19th. So it's not very far away. And this is something that I'm super excited about. I just found out about it and it's having me over the moon. <laughs> And there is a new show coming to Disney Plus. It's called Adventure Through the Walt Disney Archives. And we have a teaser video that my dad is going to be showing you guys. And it's on Instagram. Yep. I'm going to try and figure out how to do it. <laughs> okay. So. so what I would recommend is I would share your screen. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure I can hear it. Okay. Here we go. Turn my volume down just a little bit. This is one of my favorite pieces in the whole archives. Wow. You've got warehouses full of historical Disney everything. You have got to be kidding me. Is this actually what I think it is? This is one of the most iconic pieces we have. The first day here was like Christmas. There are things there that you've read about, that you've looked at at Disneyland. This is the piano that Richard and Robert would sit and play Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins, Walt's favorite song. Walt Disney was one of the first to pull back the curtain and show how movies and television were made. It's not just for grown-ups, it's not just for kids, it's for everyone. And Walt knew that. This looks like the end of Indiana Jones. These crates contain our map painting collection. And we're about to unveil. And you said you have four million images here? Yes. Can we see them? Can we go through all of them? That I cannot wait to see. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Stop sharing. That is going to be like headliner material to see. Absolutely. Sure. Must see TV right there. Oh Boy. Well, folks, that is our cheddar from the big cheese. And it is time to move on to our feature topic. Don't forget, you can connect with us in all of our links and are in the show notes. And that Instagram link is also in the um, show notes. And thank you to Sheila for finding that and sending it over to me so that I could see it and we could all we could all enjoy it. But yes. um, but that Instagram link will be in the show notes as well if you didn't get a chance to see it or if you're if you're on audio only. So it is time for our discussion on our top three Disney dinners. And Sophie, I am starting with you today. All right. Well, so. for those of you who don't quite understand something here, I thought we were doing a different topic today. Turns out that's for next week. Next week, wink, wink. Um, today we're talking about the Disney dinners. I thought we were talking about the Disney sandwiches slash luncheon meals. Okay. So I was kind of scrambling to figure out my list, but I do have at least two that I know are going to be on that list. And I'm going to start off right from the top. 50s prime time. 
50s prime time. I love it. The last time I ate there, it was for lunch, but it's still a dinner sort of thing to me yeah. because it's it's nice family style cooking. And it what is. is there not to love about family style cooking? Yeah. Yeah. And when I was there last, I had mac and cheese. <laughs> and corn and mashed potatoes and I was so hungry that as soon as the girl set it down in front of me she walked away 15 minutes later she came back and my plate was clean yep it was delicious <laughs> and I'm definitely getting it again the next time I go there because mac and cheese for the win woo woo there you go down nothing home like, country cooking, huh? Nothing like carving up for a good day at the parks. <laughs> right. Absolutely, especially since it's the parks, so you're going to be walking a lot. So it a was lot. technically a healthy option. There Everything's healthy when you're walking six miles a day. Exactly. At least, yes. Exactly. <clears throat> that is a great choice, Sophie. You know? Yep. I love these prime time, too, and I'm glad that we ate there. Um, I had, I had the pot roast, just so you know, and it was really good as well. Um, now we're doing this like we did last week. We're going around each one doing one and we're going to go around in order that way. And I am going to go next. And my, my dinners or my meals because you're right, it doesn't have to necessarily be a dinner. Um, it was to me, it's about the um, about it being a reservation kind of sort of kind of vibe, you know, whether it's a lunch or a dinner. Um, yeah. That's what my thought was on it. But anyway, for me, I was choosing mine based on memories from what <laughs> what we were experiencing on that day and. My, um, one of my restaurants, my number one restaurant, um, that I'm going to share, I don't know if it's necessarily my top restaurant, but it is one that we've been at a few times over the years. Um, my first one is the Liberty Tree Tavern in the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we last ate there last year at Thanksgiving with our friends and family the fretzes and um it was so good of course it's it was thanksgiving day so it was thanksgiving dinner brought out and family style so you could eat as much as you wanted with dessert included and everything like that but um but that is a really good location for me and i really enjoy how they how they um how they get it going so for me Liberty Tree Tavern at the Magic Kingdom is the first on my list. Well, I'm going to agree with you, and they're definitely in my top four because I love Liberty Tree, but I did not include it in my list because I kind of thought you might include it in your list. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't think about Liberty Tree Tavern, and the reason why is because the last time we ate at the Liberty Tree Tavern, technically... It was Thanksgiving, 
of 2020, I believe, and the Liberty Tree Tavern was actually technically closed and we ended up eating next door at the Diamond Horseshoe because they share the same kitchen. It, it wasn't that it was closed. Mm-hmm. It was that they had the Diamond Horseshoe for overflow seating. Right. And that's where oh, they... Oh, okay. But it was Liberty Tree food. But it yeah. was Liberty Tree Tavern, yeah. Okay, and it's so, yeah. so good. Oh, well, thank you so for good. correcting me on that. But but I know what you mean, though, Sophie. Um, so when we ate there too in uh, in June, we did the same. We were we were over there too, overflow seating. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Randy and I, they had Thanksgiving with us, and I think Uncle Randy and I split the dessert between ourselves, and you guys had something else. <laughs> We were Yum. so full. I was so full. I don't think I took but maybe one bite of the dessert. <laughs> Uncle Rand, there was this huge, I think it was a chocolate brownie Sunday sort of thing. Mm. And it was meant to be shared between like three or four people at least. Nope. Half went to me, half to Uncle Randy. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm oh. going to hop on over uh, to what I'm going to say is my first one to talk about today. Uh-huh. Part of this is tradition with my husband and me. And, you know, my husband and me now travel a lot. Just this, the two of us. I mean, so <laughs> when we first started, just the two of us, <laughs> when we first started dating back in high school, we... Uh, after the, I was on the drill team, so after the football games, we always went to our local Mario's Pizza restaurant, which is fantastic, and had pizza and beer. That was our, that was our thing, pizza and beer. So I'm over at Via Napoli. Oh yeah, because they have the Quattro Formaggi pizza, which is to die for, and a pitcher of cold beer. That's one of my favorite dinners at Disney. That pizza is like. The only pizza I can eat anymore. I, I can't eat anything with tomato in it. So I can't eat tomato sauce, spaghetti I grew up on, all that. Mm. But that Quattro Formaggi pizza is so darn good. And it is such a delectable delight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried, like, have you ever tried a pizza? There are certain pizzas that I know and I like them. And instead of having the tomato sauce on them, you can get Alfredo sauce, like fettuccine Alfredo. They I are do that very here. good. I do that here, but nothing even comes close to the Quattro Formaggi pizza at Vienna Napoli. Oh. It is a real treat. What exactly is on it? Four cheeses and white sauce. It's so good. Oh. It's like a white pizza, sort of. It's a white pizza. Yeah. Nice. It's so delicious. I've never had it. You have to try it. Okay. I know. It's hard to try everything. I mean, goodness try. gracious, you know. Yeah, there's only eight million things for us to try. Exactly. But that is that is my first one to mention because I really, really enjoy it. It's a simple dinner, but it's we really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. It takes us back to when we were kids. Yep. <laughs> All right. I hear you. I hear you. Well, Sophie, you're well, up. Well, my second choice then. And you know what? 
I'm also realizing that as I go down this list, there's no particular order in which this goes. It's just what yeah. I could think of because otherwise I would if I had the time to actually arrange it in order, then this one would be at the absolute top of my list, followed by 50s prime time and then followed by the third one that I just added in. <laughs> <laughs> and so this, one, this one, this one is the garden grill. We ate at it the last time we were at Epcot, and it was so yummy. The, we had, like, Thanksgiving dinner. That's basically what it was, but it wasn't Thanksgiving. And it was family style, and we cleared that plate. We completely cleared it clean. I love family style. Yeah. If yeah. there's any listeners that don't know what family style is, whatever your favorite dishes are, they'll just keep bringing you back more and more of whatever you want. So. Yeah, uh -huh. basically they bring you the first platter and the first platter has everything on it. So for us it was turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes. I think they had roast beef on there, mm -hmm. green beans, and they had some mac and cheese, of course, because like I said, <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> this Where it's at. Easy. This is Disney, and I love mac and cheese. <laughs> so yeah, they brought all that out to you, and then at it's only it's not like huge quantities of it. Right, it's you enough for you guys up, to split. Yeah, and then you start it, and then when you want more, they'll bring you like if you run out of turkey, which we ran out of turkey a lot, they would bring us more turkey and more green beans and more stuffing, mm -hmm. and bring you more mac and cheese. Actually, I only had one bowl of mac and cheese. It was all the mac and cheese that was there. Oh, and it that's was, because you were with people who love you and gave you all the mac and cheese. Yeah, and it was about this big, the bowl was. If you can't see it, it was about the size of my head. And it was completely for me. Nobody else wanted any because it had goldfish in it, which is a genius thing. <laughs> yep. Well, that's a great choice. Oh, goodness, Daddy, I'm going to go make some Velveeta mac and cheese for my lunch today. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> liquid gold, liquid gold. Sponsored by Velveeta. Grogu's <laughs> like, I love me some Velveeta. <laughs> uh, he's like, Sophie, quit it with the mac and cheese. We know. Yeah, well, yeah, let it go. Just let it no. go. Let it go. No. <laughs> Bad daddy, bad daddy. Bad <laughs> well, moving on. Bad father. <laughs> My second choice, not for the pizza and beer, but for the pizza, is via Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot from my first choice, Liberty Tree Tavern. What I wanted to do was share photos of my experiences from them. So I have a picture I want to share. This is from Liberty Tree Tavern. And you can see that we all have on Christmas shirts. Oh, I love it. Sheila made them and gave them to us. And we all had a Christmas shirt, and I still have mine, obviously, and everyone still has theirs. And I will be sporting mine in a future episode to come. Aww. I love it. I love it, too. 
So, so it was awesome. And that, and that was obviously we're at the diamond horseshoe there, but, um, but that was a great meal. That was an awesome meal. Absolutely. So that is, um, my first one, Liberty tree tavern. My second one is via Napoli. We had a center <laughs> table there. Um, there was Sophie, Riley, Jagan, Sheila, Randy, Leanne, Cindy, and I'm on the end here, but I'm standing up to take the picture. And um, and that was for Sophie's 13th birthday. Oh, sweet. 2014. Nice. And what really made it special, I'm going to stop sharing. What really made it special was that um, that was our first trip where the frets has joined us to celebrate at Disney world together. Okay. Nice. And Jagan has celiacs, so she cannot mm. have. Them. And so obviously yeah. the men, you know, you know how well Disney handles all of that, yeah. but what she didn't know and what we surprised her with was Cindy and I decided, well, we're getting a birthday cake for Sophie but we're going to make sure it's a gluten-free birthday cake so Jagan can celebrate with us. Nice. Too. And, and that's what we did. And it was, it absolutely floored her that we thought of her and, and did that for her. Very and sweet. so it was, it was really, really cool. And that was a great memory, you know, Yay. an absolutely great memory. So that is why Via Napoli is number two on my list. Oh, Can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that cake too. I think Jagan enjoyed it more than I did. Well, we all enjoyed it, and um, and since it was right up her alley, whatever was left over, like Jagan, take that thing. Have yeah. at it. Have yeah. at it for sure. Because you have the limitations that we don't have, so. Yeah, that's have sweet. At it. Very good. And I remember it was a chocolate cake with chocolate icing. Yep. And when they brought it out, my, my mom told me this story. She was like, I, I could just see Jagan's face fall. And I was like, you can have some too. And Jagan oh, looked at her like, really? And she's like, yeah, we made it gluten-free for you. That's yep. so sweet. I love yep. that story. So that's so great. That's my number two. Oh. Holy. Hey, I'm right with you, brother. So. We're here. Well, I'm going to go to my number two. I know you're not going to be surprised, <laughs> but it's a little hop, skip, and a jump to Disney Springs. Oh. <laughs> and it would be Raglan Road. Road. <laughs> yeah, Raglan Road. And I love the fish and chips at Raglan Road. It's We used to have one place here in our area that had great fish and chips when I was growing up. And it lasted as long as it possibly could. And then it closed down and I can't find good fish and chips. Aww. But we go to Raglan Road and have fish and chips just so I can feel better about the fact that I'm going to have my Gers bread and butter pudding at the end. And well, I do. I'm going to tell you, Brenda, you and Butch need to get your tails over here to Raleigh. <laughs> because we've got Mr. A's beignets. Okay. Yeah, you do. We've got we've got, the, we've got, got the, seafood the, the seafood restaurant at the North Carolina Farmers Market, and I'm telling you, they have got some killer fish and chips. 
Well, that's good because we have a billion seafood restaurants here on the Texas Gulf Coast, but uh-huh. I am very particular about my fish and chips. And oh, I yeah. don't like anybody's here, but I go to Raglan Road and I really enjoy it. Oh, and then the oh, wow. bread and butter pudding. Yeah. And that now, malt vinegar. Bread and butter pudding, that, I don't know about. So we always use malt vinegar on our fish and chips. Do you guys use malt vinegar on your fish and chips? I nope. do sometimes. Most of the time, I'm just doing um, just salt. doing tartar sauce. I, I just do salt. And Cindy oh, does gotcha. ketchup. <laughs> I used to do ketchup before I couldn't have ketchup. Yeah. But I love it. So Raglan Road is my number two. There you go. Well, you know what, Miss Brenda? What? I'll gladly walk you up to the door, and then once you're si- you're inside, nice and comfy, I'm going to go right next door, because that's my number three. Oh, awesome. My number three is the Cooks of Dublin. And it's sad, because the last time we ate there, Jagan, unfortunately, had a little bit of an issue with the food. She says that it was too greasy. We, and it's something that I would prefer for her to say rather than cross-contamination because the last two times she has unfortunately been sick when we ate there. So oh, we're going to be going, scary. yeah, we're going to be going less often. <clears throat> but I still love the fish and chips there. I know it. And I know well. they're the same as Raglan Road. So maybe instead, what we're going to do is you, Miss Brenda, you're going to sneak me into Raglan Road with you. Or just yes, add you onto the reservation. You have to the bread and butter pudding. You have to. Yeah. Have- because that's not something that they have at Cooks of Dublin. They don't that's have, right. they don't have the bread and butter pudding. They don't so have yeah, it anywhere base- that I've ever been. Basically, what I'm saying is I've got the peasant's version of Miss Brenda's number two. (laughs) And that's going to stay that way until we can get into Raglan Road. I don't think cooks would appreciate you calling them the peasant's version. (laughs) Well, Daddy, they're the one that doesn't require a reservation, and there's always a line out the door. True. That's true. Good food. Yeah. Anyway, both of them will be great. I've never eaten a Raglan, um, but I am certain I would enjoy it as much as I like Cooks of Dublin. So yeah. that's a good choice, Sophie. That's a great well, and meal. I love the dancers, too. I mean, I love that Michael Flatley, you know, mm-hmm. that river dance kind of stuff. I love that stuff. So uh-huh. It's a really enjoyable place. There you go. There you go. So my number three choice is not Cooks of Dublin or Ragland. <laughs> My number three is the Garden Grill. And there you go. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of overlap here, but that's okay because we all like it for different reasons. And yeah. the last time we ate there was for the 50th anniversary. We ate there on October 3rd. And um we had a great meal. And I ate there, we ate there in April, and we ate there for for one of Sophie's birthday dinners when we were there with the friends, and we ate there before then. And the funny story, so uh, Brenda, yeah. is that Sophie had always talked about for her first date, she was going to have her 
her boyfriend take her to the Garden Grill for dinner for her first date. That did from, not come to pass. From Raleigh, they're going to drive down to <laughs> the Epcot to eat at the Garden enough. Grill. That's enough. <laughs> That's so enough. Anyway. I was a little girl. I didn't have the concept of distance. No, no, we certainly don't. And that's okay. That's what makes it wonderful. Mm. Um, but I do have a picture to share. Awesome. And this picture is with Chip. And oh, there the he is, right back yeah. there. And look at so, that lovely angle on my dad's face. I know. Look at you can see my nose hairs almost. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a selfie. That was the best I could do. Anyway, yeah. um, that's how they're doing the characters now at the Garden Grill. So if anyone didn't know that, that's how they're handling it right now. So everyone is seated on the outside rim, and the characters are above you, and it's kind of cool. You know, because you can see them all and they come around so many times. It's really neat. Yeah. But um, but anyway, Very cool. so that. Oh, and I have one more picture I want to share it has absolutely nothing to do with food whatsoever. It just I saw it in my photos when I was looking for things and I wanted to share it because it brought a smile to my face. This is something we did. After we did um, Journey into Imagination, we found this little kiosk that does this. And it is a picture we bought with the three of us as hitchhiking ghosts. That is too cute. I and love you see that. see our faces? Yes, that is precious. <laughs> and I just thought that was so cool. That so is we enjoyed precious. That. I love it. So that just it brought a smile. So I'm bringing a smile to you guys. Yay! Thank you for sharing. Uh-huh. That's so cute. Oh. And that is all of the show and tell I have for today. <laughs> but anyway, that was my number third choice was the Garden Grill. And that concludes my list. Well, I guess it's on to my number one then, which nobody is going to be shocked about. Mm-hmm. Especially not if they're seeing the picture in the background of my my little background here. And yeah. that is Ohana. Yep. Ohana. Traditional Ohana. With the family style carnivores specialities. And of course, the bread pudding with bananas foster sauce. I mean, really. <laughs> you just can't go wrong with anybody that serves bread pudding. I'm sorry. Just just the best. <laughs> But I also love the noodles. I love the salad. I love the dumplings. I love all the grilled meat. I mean, it just is a really, really good meal. Really good meal. Yeah. And you know what? Over underrated, I think, um, part of Garden Grill that we didn't even touch on. Sophie and I didn't even touch on is the salad that they bring to you. It's a family-style salad. It's a huge bowl of salad everyone shares from, and it is really, really good. And yeah. and the Garden Grill grabs their vegetables, some from the hydroponic from the Living with the Land show. They sure do. And so it just really brings it full circle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Self-sustaining, you, I love it. Yeah, the, the salads at a lot of the Disney restaurants – 
are really, really worth checking out. So yes, definitely. And they yeah. have the Ohana one has like a citrus dressing, but it's really good. It's really tasty. Uh-huh. But everything they have is tasty. And they give you the sauces with the different meats and the sauces are like specific to that meat and they're just it's really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Still haven't been there for dinner yet. <laughs> no. It's on the list. And then again, the reason I didn't bring up the um salad thing is because I don't like salad dressing. Like at all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Salad dressing is not my thing, and by extension, salads. For sure. So let me ask you, ladies, do any of you have an honorable mention do you want to share? Hmm. My honorable mention was the Liberty Tree, and you already covered it. Okay. I was going to say at one point, actually, there there are a lot that I was going to say. At first, I was thinking the Kona Cafe, but the more I think about it, the more I realized that the food was not as good as I remembered it being the last time we ate there. The, the, um... The chicken dumplings. Yeah, and you had the, you also had the chicken wings. That's that true, really that, good. that was good, but the chicken dumplings were a little too salty. Um... Yeah. Oh, I remember the other one. I was going to talk about the Plaza Inn, but I was going to talk about the one over in Disneyland. Because the Plaza Inn, a little preview for today, not today, next week. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) The Plaza Inn has some really good sandwiches. Some really good sandwiches. Do you finish each other's sandwiches? No. (laughs) High five me, Brenda. High five me. (laughs) That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Plus, the more I think about it, the more I think about it, sandwiches came completely out of nowhere, and the line should have been really, we we finish each other's sentences. Yeah. Oh, but that wouldn't have been nearly as fun. No, it have been. Well, I do have an honorable mention that I am going to talk about, and it has not been reopened since Aww. the park reopened. Oh, bummer. And I am waiting for the day it reopens, and that is Akershus. We ate there for Thanksgiving, and everyone on everyone at the table ordered Thanksgiving traditional Thanksgiving meal except me. Because when I go to Akershus, my jam is the um, traditional kachka with the lingonberry sauce. And I am telling you, that is absolutely fantastic. And what is that in English? It's basically like a Swedish meatballs. Ah, nice. And it has, and it has a berry... Uh, lingonberries are berries that they make into like a cranberry type sauce mm. and it's served i think with mashed potatoes uh, but it is so good and it sounds like my holiday meatballs in the crock pot with some cranberry jelly in there it is <laughs> i'm sure so it's good. much better <laughs> it is so good and i it's just it's just really good so that is my go-to meal 
That's at, another good one. And I loved it because it was princess storybook, so you could get to yeah. you know, pictures with the princesses, and you had yeah. Belle greeting you at the beginning, and and all that. And they used to have where you, when you did that, that was all part of the price. And yes. And it was like the whole photo package came to you while you were eating your dinner, you know? Um, I don't think they do that quite the same now, but no. but it's still good. And it was, yeah. I, I'm just looking forward to the day it reopens. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So that's an honorable mention. Good but choice. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that one. Um, So that... My friends, wraps up our feature topic for this week. So, as Sophie and I have kind of been alluding to, we have a special circumstance this week because Brenda is getting ready to be leaving on a jet plane, even though they're not flying, <laughs> to go to Disney World. That's and yeah. so, we are actually going to record a follow up later yeah. on the same record day, which is Wednesday, November 3rd. And we are going to be talking about our favorite top three Disney sandwiches. So kind of like a lunch sort of thing or whatever you would get when you wanted to get a sandwich. So if you're looking for a good place to go get a good sandwich, listen to that episode. But um, but anyway, that's later down the road. And I already have some thoughts on that one. And for now. Our feature topic is done, and that means it is time to talk about this day in Disney history. So, Sophie, what do you got, honey? I have got three things, one of which is sad, but the other two are happy-ish, I will say. Okay. And the first of them happened in 1987, November 8th. The vice president of Walt Disney World since 1977, so for 10 years, and the Disney legend Bob Allen passed away. He first began working for Disney in 1955 as a ride operator at Disneyland. Wow. Rest in peace. Can you imagine? Wow. 1955, you're like, Walt's like, you're in charge of the teacups. You yeah. hit that button to start it and stop it. <laughs> and look That's where it right. got him. Look yeah. where it got yeah. him. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, yes, rest in peace and and memory and thoughts to his family who obviously will remember that day forever. Yeah, so sure. all right. So if you what and else then you later in 1994 and the reason i this makes me happy is because we all know what my favorite holiday is the walt disney records released christmas in the americas yay in 1994 nice. and i'm sorry i'm trying to re- pronounce it it's a weird word i think you want it's me to pronounce dutch. it it's dutch it's i think german i think it's and it's deutsch gramophon Deutsch Gramophon releases the album Arthur Fiedler and the Boston Pops Orchestra Salute to Disney. Nice. Yes, very nice. Well, thank you, Sophie. That is good stuff. Bravo. Thank you. Yeah. I like music. 
Yeah. I do too. I do too. All right. It is time for Mike to put his glasses on so he can read some clues. (laughs) You ready, Sophie? Let's go. All right. She's like, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this character is a rascally son. Okay. And this character looks just like his father. And this character, for this character, for him, getting in trouble is all part of the fun. I am deliberately not saying the name of his parents. (laughs) But you know them. You know them quite well. And do you have any thoughts, Sophie? Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Their son. And what's the son's name? Do you remember? Mm. Brenda? Scamp, did you say? Yeah. You're right, Sophie. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good, Sophie. I was going to say, if you needed another clue, I was going to say that you can find his parents at Tony's. That was very good. I wow. knew. Way I'm, to pull I the name out. I was pulling strings. I was very, very strings. good. She's pulling them out of her vault in there in her mind. I know. Golly, she's got a vault. Another good clue would have been to talk about his three sisters. Well, that's another, that's another character. That's and what are what are his sisters' names? Now those I could not tell you. Okay, well I'll give that one to you then. They are Fluffy, Ruffy, and Scooter. Ah, great job, Sophie. That was awesome. And there's. (laughs) Aw, hi Lilo. Very good. I am very proud of you. Thank you. Good job, Sophie. Very good. Good job. Well, that is my stump the soap. Which you didn't do. (laughs) (laughs) You almost did. You almost did. All right. Uh, Well, you ready for a little bit of Walt? I am definitely ready for some Walt. We have a short and sweet Walt quote today. I can never stand still. I must explore and experiment. I am never satisfied with my work. I resent the limitations of my own imagination. Is that hilarious to you? That's hilarious to me. Like, he resents the limitations of his imagination? Like, hello? (laughs) What limitations, right? That's harrowing to me. Because, like, I'm a writer. I like making stories. And every time I come up with something new to write about, I'm like, yes, this is a great idea. I am so proud of myself for thinking this up. And then to find out that Walt Disney is upset 
with the limitations of his own imagination. And I am over here just being happy that I came up with something worth writing about. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy to think about because he Isn't sure it? didn't see himself the way everyone else sees him. Yeah. No. no. Wow. No. Wow. Makes you think. You know what? And it does make you think, and it just makes me think that it was that mindset of him thinking that he had limits to his imagination that drove him further and further to keep coming up with things that just astound us. Yes. You know, it's what kept pushing him to greater and greater. Yeah, it's like he didn't have a grasp of the genius that was Walt Disney. Like he he didn't see what we see. Right. And and that's probably a lot to do with his upbringing. That he probably learned early on that, you know what? We're all special in our own ways. And it's not about who's greatest because it's about who's the least and the least is the greatest. And so, so anyway, I, yeah. I imagine that probably had some factor in that. Great quote. Great. Quote. I like it too. And it is funny because yeah, we don't see the limitations. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, people. Thank you for joining us. That wraps us up for this week. And we are looking forward to next week and our feature topic being our top three Disney sandwiches. And that is going to wrap up our food series, our little food mini series for a little bit. But um, just remember, have a great week. Go out there, do something special, do something people aren't thinking about. And Sophie, Grogu, Brenda, and myself, I hope you have a great week and we will... See you on the road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.